on this very special episode of The Family Vacationer, we talk about my favorite place on the planet, Destin, Florida. My family recently took a trip to celebrate my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. You're all about it next. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, the go-to podcast for families on the move. Hey friends, I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is a special episode of The Family Vacationer. Rob and I like to recap the trips we take, and today we're focused on Destin, Florida. So, Rob, let's jump right into it. I know that you really like this part of the country, but what <laughs> made you take a trip down to Destin this time? Well, we don't we don't need much of an excuse to go down, but right. uh, this was kind of a landmark landmark trip. Um, my parents this year are celebrating their fiftieth wedding anniversary, which is awesome. a big deal. And, yeah, that uh, is a big deal. Yeah, we. We were supposed to be on a cruise last week, and mm-hmm. obviously that didn't happen. Um, yeah. As the actually just a little blurb, uh, Norwegian uh, just yesterday uh, posted that they were pausing operations through November thirtieth. Now, so oh, I mean, wow. I'm sorry, October thirtieth. Now, yeah. okay. So yeah, the date keeps pushing back and back and back. But anyway, so we wanted to do something, and Destin is is uh, near and dear to all of our hearts and the family. Oh, so yeah. we went down for a week, mm-hmm. and we had big time fun. We actually the first day that we were on the beach, um, there's a company called Splashboard Media. Got to give a shout out to those guys. Um, they do a fantastic job. They have a ship. I don't know what you'd call it. It's just a big boat to, to me, yeah. with a big screen on it, and and they kind of go uh, you know back and forth um, in the water right on the coastline there so that everybody that's on the beach can, uh, can see the sign. And so we had a happy 50th anniversary and Nan and pops. We love you and had a big picture of them up there. Oh, that's so awesome. We surprised. Yeah. We surprised them with that. So, um, it was definitely, uh, it was a different trip and I know we're going to get into that mm-hmm. in a second, but, uh, but we had, we had a lot of fun. It was great to be in on the ocean and, uh, for the days that we could, um, there was a storm brewing in the in the uh, Gulf area there, so that kind of kind of uh, kept us from getting in the ocean as mm-hmm. much as we normally would. But uh, but yeah, it was fun. We had a great time. That's awesome. And I'm just going to throw this in. You know, your parents are class act. They are some of the best people I've well, met. I, I got to work, and if you if you don't know this, guys, and I got to work with Rob's dad for a couple of years, and. I don't think I've ever laughed that much oh, at any job. That, I, I'm telling you, it was something. I'd forgotten about that. This is this is off track, but I remember the, one of the funniest things. I, I went into his office one day, and I was just cleaning up because I didn't have anything to do. And I said, uh, can I get your trash? And his response was, well, I don't think there's anything left to eat in there, but you're welcome to look. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said it so calmly. I think I laughed for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds entirely like my father. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I still remember that. It, I was, that's what it was like to work with your dad. <laughs> well, anyways, all right. So we, you know, every time we do a show recently, we we're talking about COVID. So we're living in the COVID time. Yes. <laughs> How did this affect your trip? Well, you know, the first thing, Dan, and, and I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like I'm, uh, have never thought about this before, but this trip down really hit home the fact that, you know, when we go on vacation to a vacation area like Orlando or a beach community or anything, any place like that, yeah. 
you know, we're we're thinking about what we can do mm-hmm. and all the places we can go eat and all this. And it's and it's kind of a it's a user mentality, right. N- not necessarily in a bad way. It's just kind of the mentality when you go down to these areas. Yeah, but, right. It is. You know, for the first for the first time, maybe in, in a in a huge way, it hit me that you know we were in we were visiting someone's home. A lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. and they're in a very precarious position right now. Of you know they they have to work to support their families and yeah. you know pay bills and whatnot. And in a very real way, they risk their lives every time they go to work. And so, just try to be cognizant of that as we were around and you know one one of the things that what do we always talk about you know pack a lot of patience and yes so we tried to do that and uh it was it was different we didn't we didn't uh, do any mini golf no go-karts which is mm-hmm. something we always we always go to the track there in Dustin and yeah uh do the the mini golf by the big kahuna area over there and do mini golf I mean do uh go-karts at the track and None of that this time. It just, you know, it wasn't worth it. Um, with all things considered, all the risk involved. Uh, we didn't eat in restaurants, which was, huh. which was really uh, disappointing. Just yeah, that's there's a just nothing like. It is. It is because there's nothing like going, you know, getting seated and having the ocean in your mm-hmm. view, and then getting fed some really good that's seafood right. and. And uh, it was really, it was really odd. Um, some of the takeout policies, and I want to be very careful here, yeah. uh, not just for the sake of not trying to tick anybody off. I don't want to do that, right. but um, I'm, I'm not a restauranteer. I don't, I don't know that all, all that goes into these kind of decisions. But it was kind of odd. Some of the restaurants that we tried to do takeout with, they wouldn't do it for dinner because they were on a wait, which means there was, you know. They had people in line to get a table. Um, So there weren't a lot of people wearing masks in the area. Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, when you went in the grocery store, there was a ton of people wearing masks. Um, But just noticing the restaurants that we got takeout from, very few masks in the restaurant. And I get it, you know, you got to eat, obviously. Right, right. Um, But even people in line, there weren't a lot of people wearing masks. And um, just in general, other than... Yeah, other than the grocery store, they're just it looked very normal, which was a little disconcerting uh to me and my family because we're trying to be very careful about, you know, how we how we do things. Absolutely. We even took a measured approach. Um, you know, it was we were worried about the trip in and of itself. We spoke several times before going down, you know, should we should we go? Should we mm-hmm. do this? So um yeah, the beach was uh really crowded where we were. We're uh, the closest beach access to where we were staying and so um that was a little uncomfortable as well so um each mm-hmm. subsequent day that we went to the beach we went to henderson state park and there in destin which i don't know if you've been down but it is it's gorgeous and there's not a lot of people yeah, that go awesome. yeah so we we got a chance to kind of spread out and not have to worry about having people close to us so that that made it a little more <laughs> enjoyable Mm-hmm. Um, the last three days we were there, it was double red flag. Uh, oh, there man. was a storm brewing, like I, like I mentioned. Yeah, and so couldn't get in the water those three days, which my favorite thing about going is just getting in the ocean and floating. I uh, just float for <laughs> yeah. you know seven days that we're down there. and <laughs> That was like fun. Uh, couldn't yeah couldn't do that this this trip but um for those three days it was i don't know that i've ever been down there i've been down there when they've had the purple flag out for like jellyfish and that kind of thing but 
I can't recall being out there when they had double red flags, except for the time that I think Hurricane Gustav, Gustav, Gustav? I can't, that hurricane was there and they had double yeah. red flags for one day. So mm. that made it a little different. Um, and then one of our favorite new restaurants that actually closed while we were down there, they took, they were taking the sign off the door and oh. uh, the moving van was out as a place called half shell. Um, mm -hmm. but it wasn't on the water. And so I, I guess maybe it was a, situation where they didn't get the traffic that some of the other restaurants got but yeah. it closed while we were there so that that made it a little different as well but That's it, it was you know the whole the whole trip was just a different kind of thing for us just you know it's tough to keep the kids the my younger boys especially you know it did rain a little bit here and there like it does in florida off and on and just oh, yeah. trying to keep them entertained just going to the beach and just going to the pool and so yeah, that was a little bit of a deal, but it, it was it was a blessing just to have a chance to get away. You could tell everybody down there needed to be at the beach and needed <laughs> to be out of their homes and yes. you know needed the vacation. So so it was fun. Well, that's great. Um, and one thing you know, before you left, you and I were talking, and you said that you had just you, you know you have young boys, so you had just had yes. to basically put them into that mentality up front that this is going to be a little different yes. and we're just basically to the beach and back to the condo. Um, so I, I know you were under those constraints and you were trying to explain to your kids that, but you were still able to have a good time along the way though. Right. We were, we were. And although I told them that, um, <clears throat> you know, with young boys, it's like, yes, you sure dad. Uh -huh. And you get down there and like, can we go go karting? <laughs> like, remember we talked about the, yeah. So it, yeah, they, um, but they adjusted. We still did have some fun. Um, the kids, uh, my, my oldest, she took a helicopter ride with Chase, yeah. uh, who's my 10 year old. Mm -hmm. They took a helicopter ride. It was like uh, 10 miles, which turned out to be about seven minutes. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> um, so it was a quick ride, but they got some, they got some good pictures from that. We did some dune buggies. That was, that was kind of our, our one thing where we took a little bit of a risk, but it was, mm -hmm. The dune buggies, <clears throat> as many times as, as we pass them on a trip down there, I never see anybody on them. <laughs> so I figured if, you know, if we're going to do one thing, that yeah. might be the thing to do. So, mm -hmm. um, but that was, yeah, that was fun. And again, I got to float in the ocean, which is my, my big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then all three of my kids got to do, we covered the surf school in the 30A podcast. So we drove to seaside one morning and they did that and absolutely loved that. I have some pictures up on our Instagram page, mm -hmm. so check that out. But they loved uh, they loved that. Uh, they did that for about an hour, I think it was. So that was fun. Um, I got to go to the donut hole, which is, you know. Very important. My thing. Um, we ate, gosh, I don't know, between all of us, about 10 pounds of shrimp over the week. Uh, all right. That's why you're there. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got to, we did get to, I got to try out some new seafood recipes in the condo cause we did cook three nights that we were there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then again, Henderson state park, that was something we've never done before. We've always seen the entrance and never gone, but, uh, that might be an annual thing now. Cause it was, it was, it was incredibly beautiful. Not a lot of people there. Um, that, that made it well worth it's six, it's $6 for a car load. And then four dollars for an in, if you're an individual in a car trying to get in. So not not a crazy price at all to do that. Mm -hmm. So we had lots of fun with that. So are you going to post Rob's famous seafood recipes on the website? That's that's all I want to know. 
You know, I I should have taken some pictures. I made a scallop recipe, yeah. and I can't remember the name of it, but it was basically um, you take scallops, you salt and pepper both sides, you put them in flour, you put some butter in a pan, throw them in there, and get a sear on each mm-hmm. side, Some so some nice little crust on each side. Throw in some more butter, some white wine, some shallots, and some parsley. I'm telling you what, Dan, that was that was uh, that was good. some good eating right there. Uh, so yeah. then another night we grilled steaks. Oh yeah, we had. Uh, have you ever had a royal red shrimp? I don't know. Not that I'm not that I know of. So, <clears throat> you know, shrimp is shrimp, right? I guess that's that's well, what I always think thought. So. Right, right. But these suckers. They, they're like little mini lobsters. That's how they taste. Good they're green. so good. Wow. Um, they are nasty creatures, however, so <laughs> it takes a little bit longer to devein, yeah. or as my wife calls it, de-poop uh-huh. the shrimp. Um, it, it, did, it did take a little bit more uh, labor in that, so I charged the family extra for that part of the, of the meal. Absolutely. But uh, <laughs> I had made, made them leave me tips. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, surf and turf that night was good. Um, yeah, so... I didn't take any pictures of anything. Um, I kind of feel goofy taking food pictures, but <laughs> I should have. I should have done that and posted the recipes. But, yeah. but no, it was good. It was fine. Well, I'm a big uh, food person in terms of I love to cook. So yeah, uh, yeah. You need to you need to post some recipes. I've been binge watching while you've been gone. I've been binge watching a, a cooking show. <laughs> so I've blown through like eight. Ooh, which one? Worst cooks in America. Is that good? I, I, well, you know, I love to cook, so I love it. But, you know, I'm watching these chefs demo and I'm taking notes and I've been trying experiments yeah. on my family. You know, it's just, it's been, I think that's fun. Some people wouldn't think that's fun, but I would. So, oh, I love it. So, not, not to go off on right. a tangent here, but, um, do they teach a lot of basic food prep skills? I mean, you would, cause the whole premise is it's people, normal people who can't cook, right? Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Mm hmm. So do they? So do they kind of go over? Because I would be interested in that, just because I, you know, I can always learn, you know, the basics again, just yeah. to make sure, you know, like knife skills and that kind of thing. You do learn do they some do of that. that, yeah. You you learn some. They talk about the importance of knife cuts and basic seasonings for various foods, and and a lot of it's on you know Food Network's website. You can look at recipes there as well. So it's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I have to do that. Cool. Well, back to. <laughs> back to destiny <laughs> where'd you eat i'm just kidding um what makes you know i you know i've talked about this before and, and i think destin's a great yeah. place um i've been there right. several times but what makes the area special to you personally well for me and, and my family i, I think nostalgia is a big part of it um you know we've been going to either panama city or destin since I was two years old. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of family memories that are, that are encapsulated, you know, in, in the different parts of the beaches and yeah. different places we stayed. And so that's, you know, that's a big part of it. Um, but on top of that, the water in Destin is absolutely gorgeous. Um, it is. The, the sand, the sand, a lot of people, you know, don't mind the, the packed down, sand and it's easier to walk on i i get that especially as you know i have knee issues mm-hmm. totally understand you know wanting to to be able to, to walk a little easier on the sand but those sugar sand beaches and and the beautiful turquoise water 
I mean, that's part of it as well. Yeah. A lot of great restaurants. We hint some of our our favorites uh, for takeout. We did the Back Porch. Um, we did uh, Acme Oyster House, mm-hmm. uh, which started, I think, in, in New Orleans. But they've got a place in in Destin now. And then they've got the, the seafood markets. We always tend to frequent Destin Ice um, right there on, on 98. So it's uh, it's right by the donut hole, which makes it easier to you know do a twofer. Yeah. Darn it. I got to go to donut some hole shrimp and, Yeah. Get some shrimp and oysters. I mean, uh, shrimp, oysters, whatever, scallops, and then grab some donuts. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm not eating at the same time, obviously, but, uh, but yeah, it makes the trip a little bit easier. Yeah. And then, you know, deep sea fishing has, has, has normally been a big part of, of our trips. Yeah. We didn't get to do it this time. Um, but I did speak with um, Captain Eric Hayes of Misa. Mm-hmm. I guess that's how you pronounce it. M-I-S-A Charters. Yeah. And he gave me some cool information because I've always wondered, you know, what what are they fishing for at different times of the year? So I'm just going to run through that a little bit just to to give them a shout and talk a little bit about, Definitely. you know, Destin's called the luckiest, um, the luckiest, uh, the luckiest fishing village, the world's luckiest fishing village. And they've got a huge fleet that goes out there at, at Harbor Walk. But uh, March through April. Uh, they're catching snapper, vermil- vermilion snappers, mm-hmm. and triggerfish on shorter trips. And then some of the deep water uh, trips, they're catching grouper. And then May, they, they're catching triggerfish, um, still catching the vermilion snappers on short trips, mm-hmm. along with amberjack. I don't, have you ever had amberjack? Yeah, it's great stuff. That's a great tasting fish. Yeah. It and is. And that's the uh, yeah. around. In May, and that's the open in the, the red snapper season. So red snapper is also a really good tasting fish. June through July, when a lot of people are taking vacations, they're concentrating primarily on red snapper and grouper. August through October is red snap red snapper season's over, so they go back to to targeting the vermilion um, the vermilion snappers on the shorter trips with amberjack and grouper on the longer trips. So, and then if you're curious about, you know, doing that on your next vacation, a lot of people wonder like, how long do I have to go out? Um, a lot of people Mm -hmm. get seasick. Um, they have anywhere from four hours, six hour, eight hour, 10 hour, 12 hour, 14 hour to 18 hour to two and three day trips. I couldn't imagine doing that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't get seasick, but two and three days would be quite a bit. And then when you're talking price, um, most of the smaller boats, he said, are going to be from 175 to 225 uh, per person per hour, with the bigger boats going going anywhere from 230 to 300. So, mm-hmm. just to, just to give you some idea, you know, about what you'd be getting into if you took a trip. But we've done that a lot, and it's I mean, it's so much fun. And fighting those fish, those those jokers, they're they're they are no joke. They will fight no. you to get in that boat. They really will. How big? How big are the boats in this particular group? Most of them, uh, Captain Hayes was saying, uh, hold six people. Okay. Um, there are some that hold more, and then they do have the party boats. We we never really had a good experience on the party boats as far as catching anything of note. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't, we would always have luck doing the the um, the six person uh, for my bachelor weekend. I had some folks go down and. We went out two days. The first day, we didn't catch hardly anything. The second day, we went out in some crazy choppy water. I mean, we were 
like at one point I thought it was either catch this fish or fall overboard, <laughs> um, which I probably wouldn't have caught the fish, but I mean, the waves are crazy yeah. and like perfect storm feeling, feeling kind of mm-hmm. crazy, but uh, we caught a ton. We, we caught almost everything, everything in our limit in like an hour. Wow. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. So, and that, you know, that's part of it. Some days you're going to catch something and some days you, you might not, but, uh, but yeah, that makes the trip really fun. So yeah, all in all, it was, it was a great vacation. It, like I, like I said, it was different. Um, and we had to know that going in and just kind of prepare ourselves, but it was, it was still kind of disappointing not to go to the, not to go to the restaurants that we love mm-hmm. and not to get to do some of the fun things that we normally do with the kids that they, you know, that they like to do, but they still had a good time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was just the important thing. Like we talk about all the time is we made a ton of family memories. So that's, that's the important thing. Yeah. And I, and I asked about the size of the boats cause I've, I've been deep sea fishing several times. I've never had a problem. But years ago, we did a little group from our church. The guys got together, we went, and the boat was substantially smaller than what I was used to. And, and we went 20 miles oh. out, literally. Um, and it was brutal because you're going fast, you're hitting those waves, and you're sitting on yeah. just actual parts of the boat that's not cushioned. <laughs> so it's just beating right. you up the whole way every time yeah. you hit a but yeah. but once we got parked and everybody was good but once we we got positioned into a place and started to fish you know you're unless you're looking straight out we had like four or five people immediately get sick i mean and i yeah. was one of them i don't get seasick but it was horrible the boat yeah. was too small for us but um we we were all sick the whole day we said we like to joke that some people were fishing and others were chumming so <laughs> And it was the longest eight hours of my life. <laughs> well, yeah, there, I mean, there are differences. I mean, we've, we've been on, you know, boats that carry six people, yeah. but they're of different sizes yeah. and shapes. And, uh, like Misa, the, the charter boat, the, the captain that I spoke with, um, it's, it's a big sturdy boat. Uh, I think, Good. you know, you're still going to feel waves obviously, but you're oh, yeah. not going to be, you know, you're not going to be beaten up as much as you would in a smaller, a smaller uh, mm-hmm. size boat, but it, you know, it's uh it's big enough to to take on some of those waves for you so you don't get beat up so much. Yeah, well, it sounds like Misa has a good fleet going. Yeah, well, that's that's one ship and and they're in the the harbor harbor walk area mm-hmm. where a lot of the distant destined fleet is and uh, so there there's a ton of of boats throughout there um you know, and it's um Misa's like I said that's one person I talked to, but there you know, there's a ton of options in that area, so I recommend during normal times when, you know, we, we would normally go walk the Harbor walk area too. Cause Margaritaville's down there. AJ's a lot of, um, uh, places for the kids to do the, the jumping and you know, all kinds of craziness. I think my daughter did karaoke down there several years. Um, but you know, we didn't do any of that mm-hmm. this time just, just to be safe and, and not put ourselves in a situation where, you know, we came home with the wrong kind of souvenir. So, and, and then, luckily so far knock on wood we're all we're all doing okay so um so yeah i mean it was like i said it was just different but it was fun i'm i'm gonna post some pictures from the trip like i said on instagram and facebook so everybody can uh check out what we did there so i I guess that that's gonna wrap us up for this special episode unless dan you have anything to no good all (laughs) righty that's what makes him the best color commentator in the business right there folks you're welcome (laughs) 
All right, folks, that'll do it for this episode. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.